What's up, everybody? My name is Joshua T. Berglund, and you're watching Live Life Free on the Live Model Worldwide Multimedia Broadcast Network. Thank you guys so much for being here today. Uh, today, we're going to be discussing human trafficking. That, after all, that is what we do here. Uh, this is called Human Trafficking the Problem. And uh, if you're watching on social media right now, I'd be so grateful if you shared this out with uh, your friends, your network. Uh, this is an important broadcast. We're not. We're going to stay away from the conspiracy side of things today, <laughs> because, well, look, there's other things to talk about. Even though I do um, believe with everything in me that uh, the people involved with this uh, are also a lot of the people that make the decisions for our lives each and every day. Uh, so that said, um, thank you for being here. We're going to get right into it. Also, we have an event coming up September 30th in Dallas, Texas. Uh, you can go to Live Life Free. Let me add that on here real quick so you guys can see it. Uh, Live Life Free, go to the youaremylightfoundation.org. You will see tickets for our event uh, called Live Life Free. And we're gonna have awesome music, awesome speakers, uh, awesome food. It's just gonna be a great, great time. So thank you again for being here. Um, here's the event flyer, which is covering my face right now, <laughs> but you can see it and, uh, would be very, very appreciative if you go there and we will be right back.
Welcome back to Live Life Free, everybody. I am your host, Joshua T. Berglund. So blessed to have you here today. Um, yeah, so human trafficking, an epidemic that little by little, more, and pe more people realize that, hey, this is a problem, okay? This is a problem that hasn't really been, it's not going away. In fact, I think it's gotten worse. Um, and, you know, the, the thing about statistics and studies now is that it's really, really hard to trust and, and it's really hard to put an exact number on it. But if you just look at the evidence of things that are going on around the world, um, especially with immigration and how that, and listen, I think immigrants are the best part of America. Um, I have the, my favorite parts of being an American citizen are the people that are able to live free here all over the world. Um, I do believe there's a right way to come into the country. And, and then there's some circumstances that people just can't help. But never, ever, ever forget I said this. When you see a mass exodus of a country, whether it's from war or a natural disaster, just know that human trafficking and slavery is going to play a role in this every time. When there's war, guess what? There's a bunch of prostitutes. Whether people are forced, they do it on their own. Hey, look, that that's a whole other conversation. And it, to be honest, I think it's a mix. It's it is a mix of both. Um, but that said, we're going to go into a little bit more about human trafficking, just to educate people on what this is all about and what the real the real problem is. Human trafficking happens in almost every country around the world, including the United States. Traffickers represent every social, ethnic, and racial group. Various organizational types exist in trafficking, including large nationwide gangs and criminal organizations, local street and motorcycle gangs, and individuals with no affiliation with one or any group for that matter. Traffickers are not only men and women, uh, they are also the perpetrators. Increasingly, traffickers are using fear tactics to lure children and youth into commercial sex acts and or compelled labor. Now, look, it's not just sex trafficking. It's human trafficking, too. Um, the slave trade. You think about, I mean, my God, think about who makes your shoes, right? There's child. I mean, look, there's people that are forced into these conditions, but I don't think, you know, children should be making your shoes. But that is the case with a lot of different companies. And I'm not going to name those companies, but use your imagination. And some of you have even seen the reports. The base of the issue is traffickers' goals of exploiting and enslaving victims and the coerce or, or deceit, the, the, their, their deceptive practices that they use to do so. Uh, very few people willingly sign up for this. Traffickers may exploit the youth for the purpose of commercial sex or forced labor, recruiting, enticing, harboring, transporting, providing, obtaining and or maintaining a minor for the purpose of commercial sex exploitation, exploiting a minor through prostitution, exploiting a minor through survival sex, which is exchanging sex or sexual acts for money or something of value, such as shelter, food, or drugs. That, poverty. Poverty plays a massive role in this. When you if you go back to the very first episode that we did on this with trafficking around the world, it broke down how some, some cultures, this is part of it. This is part of the problem, like is, is the poverty. So 
if you're a girl, you pretty much know that this is what you're going to be doing to help provide for your family. Like they just know that this is part of being a girl. And it's even looked at in some of those cultures as a blessing that, hey, look, I don't have a job or I can't get a well-paying job, but you know what? You hit the gold mine because you had a little girl. That's real. <laughs> that is not imagined. That is a real thing in Cambodia, especially. Um, so exploiting a minor through sex tourism. You hear about people going to Thailand. Of course, not everyone that goes to Thailand. Thailand's a beautiful place. Uh, I've never been there, but I've seen pictures and I have friends from there. So it's not like everyone that goes to Thailand is seeking to have sex with underage kids. Not the case, but that is a place where sex tourism happens. I mentioned Cambodia the same way. Exploiting a minor by having her or him perform in sexual venues, peep shows, strip clubs. And some of this stuff starts off so innocent. Like, you know, I think I'm going to dance. I think I'm going to go dance. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to strip for a little bit and I'm going to pay my way through college. It can start innocently like that. And that may not say innocent to some of you, but some of the circumstances that people live in, I, look, I know a lot of people, I've dated them, um, that, that do start off innocently enough with stripping. And again, you can judge that if you want, but I'm telling you, the intentions are pure when they go into it. I know a lot of them that got out of it and went on to make amazing careers for themselves. I know others that ended up prostituting themselves. It's, it, it's a mixed bag. Exploiting a minor through bonded labor or debt bondage. Isn't all debt bondage? Exploiting a minor through forced child labor. Sweatshop workers, I was talking about the shoes. Janitors, restaurant workers. Um, why is it like, banks calling me, that's weird. Fishery workers, hotel and tourist industry workers, beggars. The people on the side of the street, you, this is kind of crazy, but you know, the people that hold signs on the side of the street, they're like, well, uh, Vietnam vet need money. Uh, you know, me, the kids, the dog, we were homeless, just lost my job. A lot of times those people, uh, are being organized by a group. So they're out there basically prostituting. Now it's not sex, but they're holding the sign for money. They're not going home with that money. Keep that in mind. Exploiting a minor through forced child labor. I talked about that. So um, young people, especially those with risk factors, are vulnerable to human trafficking. The Administration for Children and Families at the U.S. Department of Health Services issued new guidance on child trafficking to child welfare systems and runaway uh, and runaway and homeless youth programs because of increased vulnerability to trafficking for youth have experienced prior abuse or who have run away from home. Runaways are big here. Uh, let's see. These young people are often preyed on by traffickers and lured with false promises of love, money, or a simple, better life. Traffickers may also use a variety of techniques to install fear in victims and ensure that they remain under their control. Physically restraining victims or restricting their freedom of movement. Some of them are locked in cages. Some of them are locked in tiny bedrooms that are the size of a closet. Some of them are forced to basically use the restroom where they're sleeping and not able to flush. They're keeping these victims under lock and key in constant surveillance. 
using debt bondage, bondage, which is imposing financial obligations, convincing victims they are honor bound to satisfy their debt. That happens a lot more than you think. Isolating victims from the public, limiting contact with outsiders, especially family, ensuring that contact is monitored or superficial, isolating victims from their family members and members of their ethnic or religious community. Isolation is massive here. It's a lot easier to manipulate and brainwash somebody when you have them isolated. Confiscating victims' passports, visas, and identification documents. So you think about here in America, you send your kids to Europe or Paris uh, for, you know, whether it's a high school, uh, the high school graduation present, or it's a spring break, and they send them. And so you, you're not leaving without that passport. So that passport is valuable to people. That's why you protect your passport when you travel. Well, in this case, they can use this. And plus, you go to a country where you don't speak the language, you are susceptible to some bad stuff happening if you're not careful. Because what's it like when you get lost? You're driving in your car. You get, you know, you pull off on some side of the road, and you. I mean, I know we have GPS, but sometimes GPS doesn't always work. But do you remember what it's like when you got lost and you didn't know where you were? You remember how awful that feeling was? Now imagine being in a third world country and that happening, or even a, a, a first world country. And you're lost, you don't speak the language, you barely even know how to ask where the bathroom is, and now you're lost. Well, now imagine the pressure of having people that are not so nice, that have held you hostage, that are holding that passport over your head. You're not getting it back unless if you do this, this, or this. All kinds of circumstances. Using or threatening to use violence towards victims and their families. Threatening to shame victims by exposing their circumstances to their family. Telling victims that they will be imprisoned for crimes that were forced to commit and deported for immigration violations if they contact authorities. Or, Controlling the victim's money, which is holding their money for safekeeping. Dude, it, it, there's just so much here. And I don't want to spend an hour going over the, this, the, the kind of this general overview. But you see, it's not a one-size-fits-all crime. It's not a one-size-fits-all problem. It's, it's not an easily solved issue, okay? But... Here's one fact that I want you to wrap your head around. People do recover. People do get free. People do get rescued. It happens. I, Jason Cisneros was on the show. I have other friends that have been rescued, okay, and they've been freed. But why this is important, why this matters is because the, 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 the rescuing or why what we are doing at the You Are My Light Foundation is important is because we are part of the rehabilitation process. I've said this on every episode. I think this is the seventh one now, that nine out of 10 victims go back to their captors. Why? Because the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know. It's a sickness. It's, a, it, it, it's, 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 it's an awful, awful feeling to, to go back to your vomit. Because essentially that's what it is, but much more evil. It's an awful feeling. But 
rehab, rehabilitation, recovery, and thriving can be done if the resources are in place to help these victims. And in my case, I'm whether I, look at I'm not a victim of human trafficking. If anything, I trafficked myself. Okay, not a victim of that. But a lot of the psychological damage and the trauma that victims go through, I know firsthand. And I also know what it's like to recover. I also know that I'm realistic enough to know that I'm not 100% healed yet. I'm healing every day. It's a process. It's a journey. Not always easy. Not always fun. But it can be done. And it will be done if enough people step up and start helping support these victims. How can you support them? You support organizations that are rescuing and you support organizations that are help helping the rehabilitation process, providing the safe home, providing, uh, providing the, the educational resources to help teach them to step into a career that maybe they dreamed of before all of this stuff happened. Maybe they got taken long before they even had a chance of dreaming of something beautiful. Okay, but having resources in place, having the special care that they need, having the education uh, there for them so they can learn the skills that are necessary for them to take their intellectual property and go and make a life for themselves. This is all possible with them. Okay, so we need your support. Please go to the youaremylightfoundation.org and check it out. Like, check out what we're doing, check out this event, and please. Please come be a part of this. Now, we're going to be broadcasting on pay-per-view as well. Um, and you can message me about that. There'll be more information on the website here in the next week or so. Uh, this event comes up soon. I mean, we're in September. So we need your support now. You can make a donation. Also, if you're somebody that has access to natural products, we have a new thing called the uh, My Health and Wellness Box that is coming out. We need products to be able to, do, uh, to place in this box. We've got six brands so far. Uh, we'd like to have about four more, and we need that uh, because this is one of the ways that we're helping raise money. The center is going to be in the Dallas area, which is really exciting, and um, frankly, we need your support, so please help us, okay? I'm not a beggar, but we need your support. We need your help. Check us out. YouAreMyLightFoundation.org. It's running across the screen there, so please buy your tickets, and thank you for being here. Have a blessed day. Short one today, but nonetheless, message matters. Please support us.